one of the areas that mindfulness practice and mindful coping practice have helped me to be more aware of when I am causing myself unnecessary suffering are those times when I find myself trying to recreate an experience that I have had in the past or trying to recreate some sort of feeling that I have had and that somehow I'm wanting it to happen again. And I think there's so many situations in life in which we find ourselves seeking to feel the way that we felt at a time in the past for some, you know, for one reason or another. And the more I've studied about human behavior, the more I find that this is something that is very normal as human beings. I'm not necessarily saying that everyone does this, but I think it is one of the more common human behaviors based on the number of conversations that I've had with, you know, many people regarding this subject. And this can really be, and without going into an exhaustive list of examples of this, this can really be any sort of experience that we've had, whether it's, you know, eating a certain food that we maybe have not had before and really enjoyed it. It could be some sort of entertainment experience. It could, you know, even be something relating to our work. Uh, there's a certain experience that happens and we felt, you know, sort of that what I refer to as a mountaintop moment. Somehow, you know, I got really carried away with that feeling and I know that, you know, I could go on for, you know, hours about the different, you know, different examples of this. And I think it's pretty clear, uh, it's, you know, the, as far as the example is pretty clear cut. And I think it's, it's, it's fairly obvious uh, to everyone. So really getting into the heart of the matter, I find myself, you know, I wake up at some point. I kind of use that as, you know, not, to, not literally, but figuratively. I become aware of the fact that there is some experience that I have had. And somehow or another, I'm putting, you know, a lot of energy into trying to recreate it. In other words, I'm trying to, you know, I'm putting a lot of effort into creating conditions that put me in the best position to, for things to feel the way they felt that last time that it happened, that it was so amazing. And I never realized how much time and energy I have spent in my life trying to kind of rearrange things in a certain way so that that will happen, so that I can experience that same moment. And I think it is very natural for us to do this as humans. I, you know, I think we are wired to want to have, you know, things happen in a way that makes us feel good about ourselves and about our lives. So where mindfulness practice really comes in on this is that in many cases, where we really start to suffer is not so much in the in the early stages when although i think sometimes the you know the hurried the rushed hurried you know all of the running around and all of the craziness with trying to make things a certain way we're trying to choreograph i always like to use that word uh figuratively we're trying to you know get kind of like a show production we're trying to get the lighting just right we're trying to get everything so that that moment can be just like it was before. 
and I, before I really became aware of the fact that this is something that I was putting a lot of effort and energy into, and it was driving, you know, way more of my decision making and choices for myself than I really prefer, especially when I find that in almost all cases, it is very, very difficult to recreate that original experience, whatever that is. You know, you meet someone new and you start a new job. Uh, you have some sort of, you know, new responsibility. There's something that you have or enjoy in your life that, that maybe you didn't before. And before you know it, it's almost like, you know, you're hooked. And so what ends up happening is, is that we suddenly wake up and find ourselves suffering because of the fact that we're trying so hard to make that thing happen again. We're trying to create all those conditions. And it takes a lot, I know that it takes a lot out of me to actually do that, to, you know, all the planning and the thought that goes into that. And for me, there's even more suffering. And after I started really paying attention to this, and this is really where mindfulness has helped me, because it allows me to become aware of when I'm starting to go down that road. And the way I look at it, the earlier the better. The sooner that I know that I am unconsciously trying to chase a feeling or an experience that I had previously, the better off I'm going to be. Because just being aware of it, I don't want to say that it's always going to guarantee that I'm going to stop giving it energy or stop trying to recreate that experience. But what it does lead to is some questioning. Once I can be aware of the fact that I'm doing this, if I will stop and take a really close look at what it is I'm trying to do and, and really get honest with myself about why I'm trying to do this and what I hope to get out of it. And that's where I really find that, you know, the mindfulness is really what allows us to be aware of our behavior. Once I know that I'm starting to do this, you know, and there again, it's not, the idea here is not to condemn myself. It's not to judge myself. It's not to, uh, to make myself feel bad about this in any way, because it's a very human behavior. It's, it's something that people do in many, many cases, and it's very unconscious in most cases. And we're just trying to maximize things for our own benefit. We're trying to, you know, make things be the way we want them to be. So I don't want to uh, emotionally beat myself up because of that. And once I become aware of it, there again, I don't want to just try to stop it because the more I try to stop doing it, I, what I find is the more I give that energy, the more likely I'm going to continue to do it because I'm going to be paying much more attention to the fact that I'm trying to make things be a certain way. I'm trying to recreate something that I felt previously. And what I find is then is that I can actually start to really question my own motives. You know, what am I really trying to do here? And that's something that I generally find that is, is really best done at a time when we can slow down a little bit and calm our minds and really allow ourselves to see what we're really doing. And I find that if I can slow my mind down enough, and usually what I do, and there are several different ways to do this, are that essentially we become aware 
that we're, you know, that we are trying to recreate something that happened before. We're chasing something that we felt before. And then really the idea here is, is to really just do some type of meditative practice that calms the mind. And what it does is it sort of takes the mental energy away from the chasing that we're doing, you know, all of the scheming and planning and plotting of trying to, uh, to get everything set up, uh, to give us the greatest chance of, you know, being able to recreate that past experience. And so if I can, and for me, what I generally do is just focus on breathing in and out. I'm not saying that's necessarily right for everyone, but I know for me, if I want to calm my mind, so I have the awareness and then I'm working on calming my mind first and then once I have, I've, I'm really paying attention to something else besides all of the plans that I'm trying to make and all of the ideas that I have and all of the efforts to try to recreate this experience. And so when my mind is in a place where it is much more calm and it's not, you know, the energy behind all that plotting and planning is, uh, you know, has, has slowed down some and there's not as much energy there. The idea is to then really start asking myself, you know, it's almost like, hey, what are you doing? I mean, that's if I was talking to myself, that's what it would sound like. What are you really trying to do here? And I'm not saying that these are actually, there's there's no right questions and there's no wrong questions. What's important here is, is that we're questioning this in a way that's effective for each of us. And I know that's different for everyone. But the idea here is to really be, you know, taking a look at, you know, what am I really trying to do? Why am I really trying to do this? Why do I think I need this? Why, you know, can I not be happy with the way things just simply are right now? What do I think I'm going to get out of this? What are my expectations? And it does, it may seem a little bit laborious, you know, asking all these questions. And I'm not saying that all these questions have to be asked. But what I find is, is that when my mind shifts into a different space where I am starting to really unpack all of this, I can start to discover, you know, what it is, you know, what is it that I'm running and hiding from? What is it that's so bad about right now? What is it that's so bad about my life that I feel like I need to choreograph these recreations of past experiences? What is it? What am I trying to get out of this? Where am I trying to go? Why do I not want to be here where life is really happening in this moment? And there again, none of this is in a way to make ourselves feel bad about what we're doing. It's just that this starts to really break things open. And admittedly, when I first started doing this, I, you know, it was a little bit jarring to see that, the, you know, in my case, and I don't want to say this for anybody else, but I know for me, I find that it, you know, it, that it's almost a waste of time and energy trying to choreograph something to be a certain way because the only way it's really going to be is the way it's going to be. And I've made a fool out of myself enough times and I feel like I can say that and laugh and really look at the silliness of that. I can't begin to tell you how many times I have gone into interactions with other people trying to make it be the way that it maybe was with someone else in the past or a time when things really went very well or when I had success with something I was hoping to do only to find myself like running into a brick wall finding that you know this is not you know what I'm trying to make happen here where you know I'm trying to to, to go back somewhere else in time 
when this happened and it's completely conflicting with what's going on right now and I know that for me it's been a recipe for feeling very foolish for confusing other people because they're trying to figure out you know why I'm trying to make something happen that happened before and they don't really have any way of having any context about this Uh, it doesn't necessarily always involve other people a teacher of mine who I've worked with for years shares a story about one time going to an outdoor symphony concert and he was talking about the silliness of he went to this concert and had this amazing incredible evening and he was very profoundly moved by the experience and he then proceeded to you know several months later to try to literally find the same place in the park where he was before to position himself geographically exactly where he was before tried to remember exactly what food and what beverages that he brought to the concert and tried to get in the same mind state that he was before only to find out that it was impossible to go back it was really impossible to feel the way he felt and the more that he tried to feel the way that he felt before the more that he didn't feel that way and then at that point it you know it became very discouraging and then there's unhappiness and dissatisfaction and frustration because we're not able to really recreate this experience and i also find too that if i am so busy looking back and trying to make things be the way they were when they were really good in the past that I really find myself with having very little faith in the future. I have very little faith in other people and very little faith in myself for just being the way that I am and for letting people be the way that they are, whether I like it or not. And that's the thing, is that it, it, it really is irrelevant whether I like the way someone else is being or not or the way that a situation is unfolding. My liking or not liking it does not change the fact that whatever's happening is happening. That was a very hard truth for me to really internalize and to finally accept that, you know, whether I embrace the situation or not, it's going to be happening the way that it is. And it can be a little bit, it can feel a little odd to go into new experiences or going into an experience similar to one that we've had before without any expectations or very little expectations at all. And I don't think that a lot of people are wired that way naturally. I know I certainly wasn't. And this one, this is one I struggled with for a while because just because I was aware of the fact that I was doing this and I could question my motives and really try to understand why I was trying so hard to make something be the way that it was before that it did not really prepare me to really see the reality of the way things are and that if I'm not trying so hard to make it be the way that it was before and just be open to however it's going to be and just do the best I can in the moment to just kind of roll with things and be mindful, as mindful as I possibly can and to mindfully cope in the best way that I possibly can. And for me, it, it, it was a little depressing at first because once I kind of felt like I, you know, the, you know, 
the whole idea of recreating past experiences that we really enjoyed, you know, kind of gives us this feeling that things are going to be okay, first of all, and that things are going to always be generally be great in the future. Somehow that kind of makes us feel like, you know, we need to believe that we have so many good things to look forward to. And, and it's not to say that we don't, but what I find is, is at least for me, that if I can just mindfully be in each moment and be aware of what's really happening and not try to choreograph things to be a certain way and just let that let it kind of let the reality of the situation stand on its own and there again it's not to say that I should not make my best efforts when when it makes sense for me to make efforts and to me that is different than you know trying uh, unceasingly to recreate something that happened before but really taking the actions that that are appropriate and if I can be more mindful in each moment and be aware of what's going on, I've got a greater likelihood of being able to cope more effectively and make better decisions about if there is something I should do or an action that I should take, I'll know it. And I can trust in my own wisdom and hope that I will, you know, that I will know and trust that I will know when it's time to take action of some sort, an action of some sort. And I don't really have to, just because I am not trying to make, you know, something happening today feel, you know, I'm not, I'm not no longer trying to feel today the, you know, the way I felt about something that happened in the past doesn't mean that there can't, you know, that there can't be other wonderful experiences out there. It just means for me that I have learned through this practice to accept that I don't need to have such preconceived notions about how I'm going to feel when certain things happen. And a lot of times I'm very pleasantly surprised. You know, I, I try to remain open to what I refer to as a positive, unexpected outcome. It's really nice to be surprised sometimes when we find ourselves, and it, and it could be a very different experience, and it could be something we did do before, but if we allow ourselves to, what I find is is that we can really, you know, have those mountaintop moments sometimes in a different way. And I realize they can't all be mountaintop moments. They can't all be the best experiences in our lives. But they can certainly be meaningful. And all I really need to do is just be more open to the fact that they can be. And it doesn't really, there's no need for me to choreograph it. There's no need for me to plan it all out and make, you know, things unfold a certain way. I can just trust in my ability to be mindful, to be aware of what's going on. So when I catch myself doing it, I can just let go of the need to do it. I can let go of the need to uh, not trust in just my my ability to be who I am in each moment. I can trust that I will, can, you know, that things will be the way they need to be, and that whatever things I do need to do, and whatever it does make sense to do, that I can trust that I'll do it when I need to do it. And life really does seem to be more enjoyable when I don't necessarily, when I'm not so busy, you know, unconsciously, unconsciously trying to make things be a certain way. And so, mind, to me, mindfulness practice really helps me be aware of doing this before it really spins out of control, before I have wasted so much time and so much energy. And in many, in many cases, I'd almost say in most cases, 
whatever it is I'm trying to make happen or whatever I'm trying to recreate is not going to be the way that it was before. And I don't really know why that is. I can't really speak to that, but I just know in my own experiences that my time and energy is much better spent, you know, being more mindful, being more aware, letting go of the need to do this when I catch myself trying to do it and trying to make it be a certain way and just coping with the reality of whatever's going on, whether I like it or not, whether I'm embracing it or not, and whether it's what I really want to happen or not. Because at the end of the day, what's going to happen is going to happen no matter how we look at that. And so I want to try to be in the best position possible to be open to it and to be conscious of the fact that trying to look back and arrange things in a certain way because I believe that somehow I can keep making the same wonderful things happen over and over and over again. It just doesn't really seem to work out that way very much. I don't seem to really have, I've never been able to have much success when I've done that. I just end up feeling tired, depressed, discouraged, frustrated, confused, you name it. But there's not really a positive emotion in there. And ultimately, at the end of the day, whatever happens, happens. And if I already am going into that, whatever happens, feeling frustrated, disappointed, despondent, you know, feeling dissatisfied, I'm not really going to be in a position to cope very healthily at all. And I have a much higher likelihood of making a choice that I later will regret or wish that I hadn't made when I'm basically feeling what I'm feeling that way and not in the best position to cope and make the best choices for myself. All I really have to do is just continue to practice and to be here now and to be aware of these moments, to be able to put myself in the best position to cope in the best way I possibly can and to just trust that things, if I do my best, that hopefully things will work out in the best way they possibly can. And that may not go according to the vision of what I see the way it needs to be. And I can let go of that and not take it so seriously.